Okay, good evening, everyone. Hope all of you are doing well. We're learning tonight Maseches Psachim Dav Kuf Tesvav. Learning Kuf Tesvav. We're on the bottom of Kuf Yadalad Amid Beis. I strangely stopped in a strange place last night. My apologies. Um, so what we're going to do is, is go back just a couple of lines to make sure that it's a... You guys, is everybody ready to learn some Torah today? What, what's happening right now? <laughs> Welcome. Should I start the video again too? Um, so we're going to, uh, I stopped in a strange place last night. So we're just going to go back just a couple of lines so we can have a clean uh, start for tonight. We're toward the bottom of Kufya Dalit, Umud Beis, about two thirds of the way down at Mai Shnei Tavshilin. And we're actually going to push to the Mishnah on Kuftes Zayin and Aleph. We're going to go a little further than usual. I know, Michael, you're excited because if you look at the next, uh, if you look at the next plot of Kufya Zayin, um, it is no small, uh, it is no small feat. So we're just going to try to to push a little bit to make sure that we can make it to Shabbos without uh, overstraining yeah. uh, overstraining our schedules. So two thirds of the way down, we had mentioned in a said that there should be two tavshilin that were brought, and we said yesterday Maishnei tavshilin. The first sheet was Amar of Huna Silka Rosa beets and rice, and Rava Hava Mahadra Silka Rosa Hol Vanafik Bipumidur Rabuna. And then Rava, when well, the second he saw the Rabuna was eating beets and rice, he changed his game and he brought beets and rice to and he brought beets and rice to the table, which was pretty impressive because Amar Ravashi Shmami Nadra Rabuna Lestachayish Lahaid Rabbi Yochanan Ben Nuri. We saw previously. What did Rav Yochanan ben Nuri hold? The Tanya. Rav Yochanan ben Nuri Omer Orez min Dagan. Rav Yochanan ben Nuri says we have barley, rye, oat, wheat, spelt, browse the five chameshes mine Dagan. Rav Yochanan ben Nuri says there's six. You got to include rice as well. Orez min Dagan. Who v'chayavan al chimutz of kares v'adam yotzei dechovasu v'pesach. That's the parameter that we saw earlier in the Masechta. That in order to be yotzei with a type of grain for for matzah, it has to at least be eligible to become chametz. So you need both. You can't just have one. It can't just be about chametz, but it can't. But it's not chayv karis for chametz. If it's not going to be chayv karis for chametz, then it's not going to be matzah when it's not chametz. So that's what Rav Yochanan Benuri holds about rice that ataka is the case. So that's what the Gemara says. It's clear from here that Rav Huna did not hold of Rav Yochanan Benuri. And that was answer number one about the shnei tavshil and his silka ve'arosa beets and um, and rice. Next answer, eight, nine lines from the bottom. It could be uh, even less sophisticated than that. It could just be fish with a little bit of egg that's on top of it. That's considered shnei tavshilin, a minimum amount of, uh, of types of food that are going to be at the Seder of Yosef Amar. Tzarech, shnei minei basar, two types of meat. That's nothing to complain about. Because we know that on Yudalad, there were two korbanos that were, or there were many korbanos, there was part of the korban tamid, of course, is brought every day. But here, we had two types of korbanos that were specific to Pesach. We had the, the korban Pesach on Yudalid. We also had the korban chagiga that was made to make sure that when you ate the korban Pesach, it was nechal ala sova, that you had been partially satiated already. So the korban chagiga would fill you up a little bit, and then you'd go back and you would eat the... Um, and, and you would eat the Korban Pesach. Next answer. And then with this, we'll close out the section from last night. This is where we should have stopped last night, is Ravina's answer. Ravina says, Ravina Omar, garmo bishul, even a bone with its broth, with its juices that it was cooked in, that as well could be considered two uh, types of food that are brought to the table. Very good. Uh, the Pesach Sadarm that I've been to in my life, we've had all of the above and then some when we when it comes to extra dishes. So rice, yeah, not rice, I'm not that uh, Sephardi, but uh, yeah. got one Sephardi guy in the room. Do you guys eat rice? No rice on Pesach? Okay, you guys aren't real Sephardi. Yeah. <laughs> Says the Gemara. 
We had said in our Mishnah, we were discussing our Mishnah, which was very difficult, the Mishnah on the bottom of Kuf Yud Gimel. Um, that Mishnah spoke about the fact that there was two representations of vegetables in the Seder. We had Karpas and we had Moro. So the Gemara says as follows, Pshita, it's obvious to say the following. Pshita, five, six lines from the bottom, Kuf Yud Beis. That Hecha the Ika She'ar Yerakos, when the first time we see vegetables in the beginning of the Seder for Karpas, it's She'ar Yerakos. It's something different then the maror, which will be later, let's say carrots, whatever it is. So then, then what, what would the halacha be? You make one bracha on the karpas, and then you eat it. Fine. And then later in the meal, when it comes to maror, that's really representation of then we say the later in the suda. But what if you only have one type of lettuce for both, for karpas and for moro? So th- what are you going to do? You're going to say, first, you're going to say the bracha bori prihadama by karpas. And then a half hour later, you're going to make a separate bracha. Mm-hmm. It's the same food. It's the same food. Mamish, the same exact romaine lettuce. So that's what the Gemara is bothered or The Gemara is asking, and we'll see two different answers. Machlokas in the Amorim. Says the Gemara, first answer, Rav Huna, three lines from the bottom of the page. First, you make a bracha on the on the mara, you say bore priyadama, and then ulubasov. It's really interesting that it says amara. It's really referring to the first usage of the food, the bitter bitter herbs earlier by the karpas. You say bore priyadama, and then later ulubasov bevarachalalachilas marvachil. So it's the same exact food. First, you make bore priyadama, then you that's for your karpas. A little bit later in the meal, when it comes time to eat the mara, then you add the bracha vashir kedushanam mitzvah zvan alachilas mara. Answer Ravuna. Says the gemara on the top of kufta zvav meralef. That does not pass the smell test. Why not? Because maski flora really? You stuffed your face with karpas. Fascinating, by the way. How much karpas do we eat? We always say less than a kazayas, right? So the Rambam holds you have to eat more, you have a minimum of a kazayas. You have to eat a shirachila, otherwise you haven't eaten anything. It's nothing. You're allowed to make a bracha rishona, but it's not considered a shirachila. So that's a some of the Rishonim pick up on this line in that regard. But anyways, Rav is bothered by Rav Huna's answer. How can you tell me that you're going to eat all of this food and then you're going to make the bracha of Bore Priyadama now and Ashir Kiddushanu B'mitzvah Savitzivanu later? It doesn't make sense. You should make both brachos together. That's why he recommends this second line, El Amar Rav Really from the beginning, out of the gates with the Karpas, you make both. And when you get to the actual mitzvah of Achilas Maror later in the, in the Seder, then, then when you come to Maror, you make no bracha al between the two of them. What do we do? Allah Halamaisa, Machlokes. In Surah, in Surya, they uh, behaved like Rav Huna did, which is that first you make the Borat Priyadama, and then later you say the Bracha Vashir Kiddushan of a Mitzvah Savitzvan Achilas Maror. Rav Sheshesh, Bred Rav Yoshua, Avid Ket Rav Chiza. Rav Sheshesh, Bred Rav Yoshua, Amachlokes, if this person ever existed, uh, his name is a strange name. It's the only time in Shas that this name comes up. I don't know this because I've learned Shas. I know this because I heard a share on this topic. This might be a mistake in name. It might be Rav Sheshesh, Bred Rav Edi, or some other iterations therein, uh, but not clear who this person is necessarily. But, anyways, Rav Sheshes was of the opinion that we held like Rav Chizda, that you put the two brachos together when you only have one type of romaine, one type of lettuce that's being uh, uh, that's being presented at the Seder. We talk a pasuk in that way, but the Gemara recommends a great solution. So now we know there's a machlokas, and granted we have a psak, but what did he do? He said, wait. I'm going to make sure that my karpas is a different vegetable than the maror. 
I should be able to to get myself out of this machlokas rafuna and rapchizda by because that's what the Gemara presented at the bottom of the page that the pshita, if the vegetable being used for karpas and the vegetable being used for mara were different, then I can split the brachos of bari prihadama and asher kiddushan rabbeinu alam alachilas mara. But if it was the same machlokas rafuna and rapchizda, so rabacha berei. The Rava wanted to avoid that is avoid that machloke, so he just always made sure that his karpas was made of something else. Eight nine lines down, kuftes vav and Let's continue. Amar Ravina, Amar Li Rav Misharshia, Bereder Rav Nasan, Hachi Amar Hillel. This is the opinion of Hillel. It is almost automatic in our brains that when we hear the name Hillel, we think of a Tana, the great Tana. But if you look at this little um, little letter on the side in the Masorah Sashas, it says Hillel Ze Amora Haya. This is not Hillel Hazakein. This is not Hillel the Tana. This is a reference to Hillel the Amora, and it is not simple how we know this from the Gemara because we we don't normally we do see a language of Tana, but he's quoting a Tana. Why can't an Amora quote a Tana? Anyways, he's quoting from Hillel and Amora, Mishmei de Gemara, from from Hillel's tradition. Lo inishmato mar One should not wrap up together matzah and maror and eat them together. What does this sound like? So that's a possibility, as we'll see soon. But there's more than one Hillel in the Tanaim also. But yeah, it's not it's not the Hillel. That's true. We'll see Hillel. He's going to be referenced later in the Gemara. Yes, this really is the what we call the Hillel. The Hill, right, exactly. It's a Hillel sandwich, right? That's what we normally call it. So, but it's not Mukhrach in the language of the Gemara, which is probably the case. But you're you're absolutely right. That I'm sure that's why. I wonder if the Rishonim here say that, but I didn't see that. So that's what the Gemara says in the name of this Amora. You're not supposed to make the, the Hillel sandwich. Mishum desviralan, because this Shita, this tradition of Hillel, the Amora, he holds matzah bismana zedel raisa, which is how we hold as well, that today eating matzah is a mitzvah del raisa, umaror derabanan, and eating maror today is a din derabanan, the asi maror derabanan, umevatile le mitzvah del raisa. That when you put together the maror, which has a mitzvah derabanan, and the matzah, which is a mitzvah del raisa, you're mevatel the, what does it mean you're mevatel the matzah? What kind of bitl are we talking about? No, we're talking about nichroch. That's what he's saying. You cannot have it mixed up in one. You can't make a sandwich out of it. But you're saying before the anyway. So that the question is here: Can you be yote the mitzvah of matzah this way? You're right. We'll get to that a little bit later. Great point, Michael. That's correct. But let's look at let's look at, at both Rashi on the top of the page. The Rashbam says the same. Look at Rashi. Second Dibur Hamaskel Dibur Hamaskel Mavatele. What are you being mavatel them from? Says Rashi. Lataam matzah del raisa. Does that mean? If you can't taste anything, you're not yotze the mitzvah del rice of matzah. Is ta'am le'ikuva? Can, is that a thing? It's an unbelievable idea because that's what Rashi seems to say. Rashi seems to say that the ta'am of the mitzvah of matzah is del rice. That's the pashtas of Rashi and the Rashbam. I don't know. What happens if you uh, have COVID and you can't taste anything? So it's or a, a or a cold in general. Yeah, I was just being in uh, Yom, but uh, yeah. Absolutely, it's true. So, anyways, these are these are discussions to be had. But that's what the Gemara says here, and that's the sheet of Hillel the Amora that he says that Asimara der Abanan Mavatler Lemitzvah der Raisa back in the Gemara almost halfway down, and then adds the Gemara as follows: Ve'afidu lemanda Amar Mitzvos Ein Mavatlo Zuezu. Even according to the Shita, we'll see soon that this is Hillel, Hillel the the Tana. But even according to the one who holds that mitzvos cannot be mevatel one another. When is that true? Hani mili, that's only true. Do'oraisa bide'oraisa. When the two mitzvos that you're dealing with are on the same playing field of both of them being do'oraisa. Let's say maror was do'oraisa. Fine. Then we would agree that there's no bitl and you would be yotze the mitzvah of matzah. Oh, or 
Derabanan, or if both of them are on the same level playing field, but both of them are Derabanan, there too we might say that, uh, that they're considered to, that there's no bitl of one mitzvah to the next. Aval, in our case, where you have Doraisa vidrabanan, the mitzvah sasei of matzah, and the mitzvah derabanan of marur, then asi derabanan doraisa. So that's what the Gemara says in the name of Hillel, is that we're very concerned about this zecher uh, lemikdash sandwich. It doesn't really, or I should say, the Hillel sandwich, as we call it. Hillel the Amora is opposed. So then says the Gemara halfway down, Mantana de Shamasle mitzvos ein mevatlo zu zu. Who is the Shita? that holds that uh, mitzvahs are not mevatel one another, the one that we just saw, answers the Gemara, Hillel, he, not the Hillel of the Amora. Now we're talking about Hillel of the Tana. The page started with Hillel of the Amora, who told us you cannot make a sandwich nichroch, you cannot wrap them up together. By the way, some of Forshim, some of the Achronim point out that we know from here that their matzah wasn't brittle. We know from here that their matzah was soft because they were able to be nichroch, they were able to wrap it. So some people say, no, what you do is you wrap the lettuce around the, so it's, a, it's like a brisker, it's not really brisk, I'm just saying it's like it's a, it's a, a sharp language of like, no, it's got to be that we're, we're wrapping this around that instead of that around this. Okay, so that's what the Gemara says. So it's Hillel, he detanya, the bright writes, Amru Olav al Hillel, Shahayakorchan, Bivas Achas, Veochlan, Shene'amar, Almatos, Umirorim, Yochlu. He would look at the Pasuk. The Pasuk in Chumash says that you would eat Almatos, Umirorim together. Um, and Amar of Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan says that was the sheet of Hillel. However, Cholken Alav Chaveir of Al Hillel. Not everyone agreed with Hillel that you eat this sandwich because were, they were afraid that maybe you were not going to be Yote this way. Why not? Says the Gemara's follows. The Tanya, the Brisa writes two thirds of the way down. They called him out. You might have thought that you can wrap everything up in one perfect burrito. Let's assume it was a soft one for the moment. Everything. By the way, could you imagine? Could you imagine the Hillel sandwich in a soft shell with some lettuce and Corbin Pesach in the middle? That sounds givaldic. That sounds, that sounds amazing. So I heard in a shir today that uh, Rabbi Arya Leibowitz, he buys, he buys Sephardic matzah for the Hillel sandwich. So he can mamish wrap it up like a burrito and eat it like, as I mentioned, instead of crumbs flying everywhere, you got charosas dripping down your face. We're going to discuss charosas tonight. Great, so yeah. Anyway, it says the Gemara, how do we know that you cannot do what Hillel says? Tamalomar, the dissenting opinion that rejects the sheet of Hillel, the Tana, that you make a sandwich. Tamalomar, the same pasuk. They can even be separated. It says the Gemara, what does that mean? Afilu. You said you cannot do what Hillel says, and you're like, well, even, even if it's separate, which implies that what Hillel did was okay. So what's the language of Afilu? If you say that you can even have the Maror and Matzah separate, it implies that you can also have it together. Hill's not wrong. You're just expanding to say that there's other ways to be Yosei. So then says the Gemara, you're right. Ella, Amar, Avashi, they're really not fully dissenting, a fully dissenting opinion. They're just expanding Hillel's opinion. Hi, Ella, Amar, Avashi, eight lines from the bottom. Hi, Tana, Hachik, Tani. This is what this b'risa means. You might have thought that the only way that you're going to be yotze is like Hillel, when you wrap it all up into one, in the burrito. Perfect. So it says the Gemara, Talmud Lomar, the b'risa would understand, no, that it can be either way. You might have thought that by Hillel, that the only way to be yotze is when it's that it's all together. Talmud Lomar, that that's not true. When the Pasuk says, what is it? mean says the Gemara first of the long lines Kuftes Vav Aleph Afilu Zebif Neatmo 
even if they're separate. So the machlokes tanaim plays out as follows. Hillel, Hillel the Tana holds that you are allowed to make a sandwich out of the out of them, and you're, and you're yotze that way. And maybe implied in the Gemara is that that's the only way to be yotze. Says the next sheet on the Tanaim. No, it's also that way, but not only that way. Yes, you can do what Hillel said to be yotze, but you can also eat the matzah separately and the mara separately. Okay. So now, what? What exactly you that? Separately, matzos and marurim. You can eat them separately. It's it's hard to read in the pasuk. I'm asking with you, and some of the mafarshim picked up on that as well. That the they played they played off on the vav of umirorim. Is it like a vav that is totally shifting it to another camp? I I, I did hear one uh, one approach like that. You're asking a great question. That's a, a great a great pickup in the pasuk. But some of the post game answer that the letter vav here is not is not a stam of vav. It's a it's meant to create a, a, a separation between the two. So it says the Gemara, what do we do? Do we say that we're only going to be Yotze with the Hillel sandwich, or can we also be Yotze the other way? So we do both. That's why we eat so much matzah on Pesach Seder. Did you ever want it? I always wondered this. Why do we eat a whole truckload of matzah, then we have maror, and then we have matzah and maror together? The answer is because of the following line in the Gemara. First of the long lines, we don't know which one is right. Is it like Hillel that you can only be Yotze, the Kricha, or is it like the Rabbanan that you can even be Yotze the other way? First thing that you do is you eat it by itself, the Matzah. And then, then you eat the Maror by itself. And then, that's why we eat so much. Because we want to be Yotze all of the Shitas. It's a beautiful Hashkafa, a Hashkafic approach. Normally, we have a Psach, pick one. How often do we do both? It's very rare in halacha that we that we do both things, right? So even like okay, the people where Rashi Rabbeinu Tam, most people don't do that. By mezuzah, that's one exception where uh, where the Ashkenazim put the mezuzah on an angle. That's one exception to the rule. Um, here's another exception to the rule where we do both, but it's not the standard, and we don't make a bracha on zecher and the mikdash because it was only a zecher because lechora we paskin like the rabbanon because we would hold yachid v'rab melacha kirabim. Nevertheless, the Gemara was clearly very sensitive to this, and this is quoted in Shulchan Aruch and in every Haggadah that we've ever seen. So the Meforshim here highlight, when should you say the paragraph of Zecher Lemiktash Kehillel? If what you're saying is that we're trying to be Yotze Hillel's approach, you should not be speaking now. You shouldn't be speaking from the time that you start, from, obviously from the time you wash the Yadayim for the sake of Achilas Matzah until after Zecher Lemiktash Kehillel, until the Hillel sandwich is eaten. So some of the Mephorshim point out that you should say the paragraph of Zecher Lemiktash Kehillel after you finish the sandwich. It says the Gemara on the bottom, a new sugya. I mean, all connected. It's all Pesach Seder. And all of this is going to be fresh in our minds by the time we get there. And you can tell your family when someone is complaining about the volume of matzah that we need to eat, you can say, it's because of the Gemara and Kuf Tesvav. That's why we do the Zechel and Mikdash Hillel sandwich, because we are honoring the Shita of Hillel, even though Lechora, Ladina, we paskin like the Rabbana. Nusagya, Amar Rabbi Elazar, Amar Rabbi Oshia. Kol shetibula b'mashke, tzarech netilat yadayim. The halacha is like this. And this is halacha l'maysa and in Shulchan Aruch. And I asked my Rebbe this question in Zmicha, and he said, I have no idea why people don't do this. Halacha is that if a person eats fruits and vegetables and they are uh, wet with any one of the seven liquids that are able to transfer to miyad shachatam, yayin, dvash, shemen, chalav, tal, um, what did I say, dvash, dam, and mayim. So those are the seven liquids. If they're wet with any of them, of course, blood, blood you can't eat. You can't eat it, but it is, a, it is something that is machshir tuma for other purposes. But if any of the six edible liquids, let's say that uh, dip the apple in the honey, 
and stop during the week, you have to wash the tilas yadayim if you're going to do that. Why? Because tibul b'mashket tzarech tilas yadayim. This is not a din that's specific to to, to Hilchos Pesach. It's a din that's true year round. We don't make a bracha on it. Most people don't. The grub paskins that you do. My first cousin holds of the minhagim of the grub, and when he would wash by the Pesach seder by this by this din right here, when he washes by uh, karpas. He makes a bracha mamish. That's what that's what, that's what the grah holds. It's the mice. It's no different than anything else than uh, than bread. So that's what the grah holds. Most uh, Ashkenazi Jews don't do that. Most Ashkenazi Jews don't wash. <laughs> but uh, that is the din in Shulchan Aruch. So there are exceptions to post for eating with a fork. It's not problematic. If you know your hands won't get wet, it's not problematic. But that is the din in Shulchan Aruch. And we should absolutely be trying to do this. We should tell, tell the people in our orbits that, that that is the din in Shulchan Aruch. It's quoted in, uh, what is it, Kuf Samaches? Let me just look up the actual Mar Makom. It's quoted in Kuf Nunches, excuse me, in the Halachos of Natila Sadaim, that one is obligated to wash what we refer to as Tibul Bamashka. That is the din in Shulchan Aruch. Amara Papa Shmamina Hai Chasa. If that's true, it must be that this lettuce that we're talking about by Karpas It must be that we had to dip the Chasa. We had to dip the Karpas into the Charoses Mishum Kafa. Kafa is some type of dangerous element. It could be some say the Rashbam writes it's tolaim, it's worms. Some say it's like a shade type of stuff, or some say it's just dangerous because it's not clean. But we have to dip it in the charoses, which has some type of vinegar element to it, to kill the, the kafa, whatever this is. And it must be that we're dipping it. Because if you don't have to dip the um, the, the chasa, the karpas, into the charoses, then the tilas yadayim lamali. Why would I have to wash? The only time I have to wash is when the fruits or vegetables are wet. Ha lo noga. The karpas is not wet, it's dry. So then you don't have to wash at all. So says the Gemara, Maybe we say that you don't have to actually dip it in the charoses. That's not true. And therefore, maybe just the smell, the uh, odor that is that is uh, given off by the charoses is enough to kill the kafa. Again, if it's uh, tolaim, whatever it is, that it removes the concern. Some of the posts can say, how can the Rashbam say that it's worms? Even if you kill the worm, you can't eat a worm. It's a barrier. The halacha is that when there's a barrier, even if it's, there's no bitzel by a barrier, a barrier is a whole entity. So let's say you find a, a whole mosquito inside a dish. You saw it and now you can't find it. You have to throw the whole thing out. There's no bitzel by a barrier. So what did you mean a worm? That's why some of the Mephorshim don't like the Rosh Bam's cheetah that you say, can't be talking about a worm because if what you're saying here is just the smell of the charosis is gonna kill the worm, well, maybe you've answered your question about Natila Siadaim that the Gemara is posing, but you can't eat the food because you're not allowed to eat a barrier. You're not allowed to eat a, a whole ant, a whole insect, even if it's very, very small, even if it's less than one in 60. So it says the Gemara, then, and maybe this maybe this is not a raya from our Mishnah that you have to wash Natila Siadaim because maybe the animal, uh, maybe the kafa was killed by the smell, by the by the uh, odor of the um uh, of the charoses, if that's the case, why is it that we would need the tilas yadayim if the smell would work? So says the Gemara, because it's only out of concern of dilma mishkule. We're not washing the tilas yadayim because you're definitely going to touch the liquid, which is touching the, cha- the chasa, which is touching the lettuce, the romaine. Rather, we're just a concerned dilma, it's a perhaps concern. This is a little bit of a connected ancillary din. Papa says we should not soak the charoses. Uh, we should not soak the maror into the charoses. It tastes very good. I love charoses. I could eat it by the spoonful. But the din by the maror is that it has to have marirus. So the, what, what Rav Papa says, this is also halacha lamaisa, lo nishi inish maror You should not let the maror 
sit in the charoses. Dilma agav chalye the tavlin mevatele the merure. Maybe because of the sweetness of the tavlin, maybe it'll be mevatel the bitterness, and that's uh, that's it. So we, so we dip it in the chas, we dip it in the charoses to kill the kafa, to kill either the shadim or whatever is negative about it, and then we shake it off right away because uvoinan tamar or veleka. Because if you leave it in there for too long, the charoses will is has a sweet flavor. It's going to get rid of this is lamaisa. This is lamaisa. I cannot tell you how many times in my life I've done this the wrong way. The the marur is supposed to be bitter. It's got to be bitter. So you can't you can't pile on eat the charoses later. Right now with the marur, it has to stay bitter. Dip it in so that there's no problem of kafa, and then go so that there's nothing negative about the the the, the um uh, about the marur about the karpas. Excuse me about the marur, and then you can then you'll be fine. Then you can eat it. Okay. Adberei Rav Chizda leRavna Ukva Vidarash. Rav Chizda. Adbere, he brought him up to the front of the room to give a drasha, and Ravna Ukva gave the following drasha: Rishon, If a person washes for the first tibul by karpas, he has to wash again for the second one by maru. So says the Gemara. What was he talking about? Was he talking about year round, or was he talking about Pesach? So says the Gemara. Ten lines down, quarter of the way down, Kuftes Vav Mebeis. He must have been talking about year round, just in general, a general halacha that if you eat a fruit once uh, and you were it was wet, wash your hands, and you're going to go eat a vegetable later. You also have to wash your hands. If you want to say he's talking about Pesach over here, our sugya, our Mishnah. If you want to say that that Ukva, what was his name? Sorry, Ravna Ukva, that he was talking about Pesach. You just washed. We're in the same suda. You washed. You didn't get up again. You're not going anywhere. Says the Gemara, Amar Lahu, uh, no, Rav Papa, Adi Rabba, Rav Papa said it's got to be the opposite. He said back to them, I disagree with you. It is Hacha Itmar. What, what Ravna Ukva was talking about had to do specifically with, uh, had to do specifically with Pesach. Because they were talking about year round, why, why would you have to wash again? If someone brings out two different vegetables on the table, you're eating uh, edamame, you dip it in dressing. And you're eating a tomato and you dip it in dressing. Why do you have to wash twice? Elamai, oh, well, well, again, well, back and forth. Well, uh, Elamai, well, what else can you say? Itmar. Can't be about Pesach as we just discussed. So the Gemara pivots back. Well, what can it be? It's not this, it's not that, and it's not this. So then says the Gemara, Amri, here's the Gemara's answer. Really says the Gemara, this is discussing Pesach. And Kevan de Boilemar Agada since we have to read the Haggadah, and since we have to say Halel. Dilma asuche asche ledaite dunaga. Maybe in the process of the seder, from the time that you wash for karpas until the time that you get to the maror, maybe the halacha is that we're concerned that you're going to uh, have a hesachadas, and in the process of having a hesachadas, so then we're afraid that you will have touched something that was tame, and therefore you have to wash your hands again. That's what that's what the Gemara concludes about the statement statement of Ravna Ukva. Where Rav Chiza allowed him to give a shear. Next, halfway down, Kuftas Vav Mebeis. When it comes to a matzah, uh, by matzah you have it, you have to be able to taste it, as we saw earlier. But it doesn't have a din of merirus like like the maror does. However, If you swallowed it whole and you didn't get to taste anything, so then that would not work. This is a difficult gemara to understand in light of the Rashi we saw above, which which said that the tam was seemingly leikuva, difficult to understand. But that's what the gemara says that if you if you were able to have the, the kazais of matzah into one pill's worth, 
one one swallowable pills worth five. So then that would and then you'd be yotze. However, when it comes to uh, when it comes to Mara, we would not say that. What if you ate, swallowed them together, Mara? This is reflective of the Gemara that we just saw earlier about being about doing Korech, combining the two. The halacha is Yudei Matzah de Mara Lo yata. No difference at all. We assume the same halacha, that you're allowed to be Bolea Matzah. You're not allowed to be Bolea Moror. And then says the Gemara as follows, Krochem deceive. What if you wrap up both Matzah and Moror in a sieve in some type of wrap? So then Uvalan, and you swallowed it that way, Afidei Matzah Nami Lo Because that was Mevatel, that, like we said earlier, that was going to be Mevatel, the, the flavor of the Matzah. Amar of Simi Bar Ashi, Matzah Lifnei Kol Echad Ve'echad. Everyone should have their own Matzah in front of them. Mar Lifnei Kol Echad Ve'echad. Everyone should have their own Maror. Ve'charoses Lifnei Kol Echad Ve'echad. Everyone should have their own Charoses. Ve'in Okren is the Shulchan Al Lifnei Misha Omer Hagada. But when it comes to removing the table, which is a minog that we're familiar with, we pick up the Matzah. We we, we don't really pick up our table because our, our, our structure is different. They had little dinner tables in front of them. But we do pick up the Matzah. Sometimes we uncover it. Sometimes we cover it. Sometimes we pick it up. Ve'in Okren is the Shulchan Al Lifnei Misha Omer Hagada. Whoever is reading the Haggadah, that is the person from whom we pick up the uh, the table. Rav Huna Omer, he argued. Rav Huna argued on Rav Simi Barashi. What does he say? Rav Huna Omer, we're 12 lines or so from the bottom of the page. He says, Kulhu nami lifne mi she'omer Haggadah. Really, only the one person who has a Haggadah gets his own Seder plate. So many, many, many times over the years, would you like your own Seder plate? Would you not like your own Seder plate? And I, uh, I don't know, like maybe, sure, why not? If you have an extra one, I'll take one. So that's really uh, subject to this conversation. Says the Gemara, the halacha is that really, no, really only the person who is the Baal Haggadah needs it. And this is also quoted in Shulchan Aruch and Tafa and Gimel Siv Dalid that halacha lemaisa, not everybody needs their own Seder plate. Says the Gemara, Lamar Okran What's the whole deal? Why are we removing the table? So says the Gemara, the famous principle that we want to make sure that the children are curious about what's going on. So tonight, my wife went shopping, came home, all these plastic frogs are now going to be all over my house for the next 12 months, right? Because we're trying to create a scenario where kids are asking questions and also having a meaningful educational experience. When Abai was younger, Abai was fourth century Amora, Rabba was uh, older, and Rabba kind of took in Abai. Abai was a Yasim, as we've spoken about many times. Chaza, what did Abai see? He saw the Kamadle Taka Mikame, Taka is a table. He saw that he was removing the table, that someone removed the table from in front of Rabba. Amar Lahu, Abai is sitting at the table. He was younger. He says to the table, hey, wait a minute. We didn't even eat yet. And now everybody's taking the table away from me. What's going on? Says the Gemara, Perfect. It's exactly what Chazal had intended. You do something a little bit off kilter and Abayis responded in kind. Hey, what's going on here? We didn't even eat yet. That's exactly the point. So then he got it to the Vincha. Then Rabba would say, do you know what happened? The Jews were stuck in Mitzrayim. And then you get into the all Seabird Seas Mitzrayim. This was perfect. Manishtana. Omar Shmuel, four lines from the bottom. Kuptas Vav Medves. Lechem Oni. Of course, the famous Pasuk of Lechem Oni. Lechem Sha'onin Alav Dvar. And we say a lot of things about this bread. Tang and Amihachi, a Brisa that says something very similar, though with a slight difference. Lechem Oni. Lechem Sha'onin Alav Dvar. Harbe. The first one doesn't say Harbe. The second one does. But a similar idea that we say a lot of ideas about Lechem Oni Dvar Yet another idea, Lechem Oni, Aniksibe, about a similar to an Ani. Not onin, not from the word onet to answer, but ani from someone who's poor. Ma'ani shadarkova prusa, just like a poor person whose meals are often from broken pieces of bread. Afkan beprusa, we know that we have a broken piece of bread here as well. So that's what, um, if you look at Rashi here on the top, he ex- explains this idea as well. Davaracher, top of kupte zayin amad aleph. Davaracher, madarko shal ani, shuhu masig v'ishto ofe. Afkan nami, hu masig v'ishto ofe. Some of them before Shemir explain that when a couple is very poor, 
uh, they're like scrambling to get food in their stomach, they're starving. So they're working parallel paths. He's heating the oven. The second she's done making the dough, they put it straight in the oven. They make their matzik to get to the meal quickly. They're starving. They're moving very quickly. That's why it says that humasik, he's burning the fire, the ishto ofa, and that would be a simon of anius as well. At the two dots, kufta zayim and olive, three lines down. We said in the Mishnah, there's a machlokas, whether or not charoses is a mitzvah. Is charoses just stam, something that we use to remove the kafa, to remove the negative spirits or the dangerous elements of uh, the maror? Or do we say that there's a mitzvah mineu bey, an inherent mitzvah in charoses? So the first sheet that we saw was, as, as is quoted here in the two dots, afapisha in charoses mitzvah, says the Gemara, lo mitzvah, why? Why is it? Why do we talk about it? Why is it in the Mishnah? Why is it quoted in the Gemara? Why are we talking about it? Answers the Gemara. The answer we would have expected. Mishum Kafa, because we know that there were some dangers involved in the Chasa and the Kafa, the um, the Charoses was able to be fixed by the uh, was it, the Charoses was able to fix the Kafa problem. So that's why we had it. But it wasn't a mitzvah inherently. That was Shita number one. Amar Abasi Kafa the Chasa. The dangerous parts of chasa, of romaine lettuce, of lettuce, that can be fixed by chama. This word chama actually means radish, a strange usage of the word, but that's how the Mephorshim explained this. Kafa de chama, what about the dangerous parts of a radish? How do we fix that problem? Karti, you can take a leak and fix that problem. Kafa de karti, chamimi. If you have kafa de karti, if you have uh, the dangerous parts of, of leak, what should you do? That's chamimi, that you can use hot water for. And kafa de kulhu, chamimi, really hot water can fix a lot of things. This was probably before the knowledge that bacteria is killed by hot water, but nevertheless, Chazal had some type of insight that hot liquids, um, hot liquids are uh, are helpful in solving some of these problems. And while the water is warming up, you can say the following incantation. What do we think when we think about incantations? Shadim. That's why some of the Mephorshim say that what we're talking about here is Shadim. That's what Kafa is talking about. It's talking about some negative spirit that, it, that can exist here. Kafa, Kafa, Dechirnalach. I'm mentioning you, who should sit with your daughters, and your, and your eight uh, daughters-in-law. I am the Mephorshim here. Says Gemara, two dots, eight lines down. We're going to get to the mission, then we'll stop for tonight. Rabbi, Rabbi Elazar, Rabbi Tzadok, Omer, mit, uh, Mitzvah. Rabbi Elazar, Rabbi Tzadok, in the mission on the bottom of Kuf Yud, Gimel, Amud Aleph, where we quoted this Mishnah. So that Mishnah there writes, the Taka, it is a Mitzvah. And that's how the Mishnah, uh, almost how the Mishnah closed out. Rabbi Elazar, Rabbi Tzadok, Omer, that it is a Mitzvah. So it says the Gemara, that's great, but my Mitzvah. What, what tapuach, what, what, what's going on here? You have the charosas. What is the charosas all about? So says the Gemara, Rebbe Yomer Zecher, the tapuach, it reminds us of apples. What does that mean? Take a look at Rashi. Rashi, Dibra Hamaschel, Zecher, the tapuach, almost halfway down in the Rashi section, about 10, 12 lines down, Zecher, the tapuach, Shahayu, Yoldos Benehen Shum. Women would give birth by apple trees. This, they were, I guess they were far out away from the reservation and they were pregnant. They tried to hide their pregnancies and clothing, whatever they did. And they would do so below etze without screaming. They would be able to have children without making any sounds. Shalom Yakir ben Mitzrim, Dixiv, Tachas HaTapuach Ticha, famous pasuk from Shir Hashirim, a reference to that. That's one approach as to why we have charoses. Yes, it's a mitzvah and we do so as a zecher, it's a mitzvah that is a zecher to the women who are giving birth in a very dangerous circumstance. And they did so in private, in relative private, away from the community under a tapuach tree. Rabbi Yochanan Amar zecher, the tita had to do with the clay that was used to build the buildings. Amar Abaye We need to make sure, number one, that it's sour, that the charoses has a, a sourness or a tartness to it. And it also has to be thick. We have to make sure that it's a little bit sour. 
sour zecher letapuach because the tapuach is a little bit sour. And as well, the tzarach lesmuche has to be a little thick zecher letit to remind us of the clay that was used to make the bricks in Mitzrayim. Says the Gemara, Tanya Kavasa de Rabbi Yochanan, Tavlin zecher leteven. With the spicing that we have by the charoses is zecher leteven to remind us of the uh, the ground up um, straw that we were using to help make the uh, the bricks. Charos is zecher This was this was a reference to the clay. Amar Reb Elazar Reb Sado Kachayu Omrim Tagre Charech Bishav Yushalayim. Reb Elazar Reb Sado, who's the the uh, Balplugt and the Mishnah, he's the one who says that it's a mitzvah. That's right. Reb Elazar Reb Sado gets the same thing, same person. So what does he say happened in the Yushalayim? The salesmen, the people who were a tagar is a merchant. The people who were selling things in Yerushalayim, what would they say? Quote, Come take the spices that are for the mitzvah. What mitzvah are we talking about? So that's what uh, the Meforshim say here we're talking about is the mitzvah of Haroses. And that's where he gets his sheets up from. We'll stop right here and we'll pick up tomorrow night with Kufta Zayin Amud Aleph at the Mishnah, one third of the way down. If you have yet to sign up for um, our seum, it's going to be at Avita. Uh, the seum, the learning will start on time at 8.40. Uh, we're going to be upstairs. A special thank you to Mark Halpert and to Yitz Brandis for their help. $26 a person. You can Venmo me. You can pay me cash, Bitcoin, whatever. No Bitcoin. Monday night. Monday night will be the seum. Yes, on time. Yes. Have a good night, everybody. Have a beautiful night.